Hey everybody, thanks for tuning into the Angry Canuck Radio Podcast. I have with me today Timey. She is a uh, woman of Edmonton, and she is the founder of Stop Why, Stop 5G in Yeg Edmonton Facebook group, and she's a member of a couple other groups like End the Lockdown. And I have her here. Timey, why don't you tell me what we're going to talk about today? Hey Chris, thanks for having me. Okay. Um, well, uh, fact checkers. Oh. You know, a very popular topic nowadays, and the so I think I'd kind of like to fact check the fact checkers. Oh, they need it. Go ahead. Uh, so you re- you did share with me an email, basically uh, a conversation you had with someone who fact checked your post, and they were talking. I noticed that they were talking down to you as if from a position of authority, like we're not going to remove that until you do this change and make this change. And it's like, where do these people think their authority comes from? Yeah, well, you know, that's a really interesting thing because if one is to check how to be a fact checker, and I did. It was pretty simple. um, (laughs) Right? I sent you the link. Yeah, it was Uh, What you find is that pretty much you agree to a nonverbal, you read a list of kind of ideals um, in, in ethics that are listed on the site, and then you you nonverbally, just silently agree that you would do this, you pay a fee, mm-hmm. and, then, and then you're basically approved. I mean, you know, you could not also not be approved depending on, because I, I believe you have to be a corporation and you have to have done it for like the last three months and, and there's a couple criteria like that, but basically you pay a fee and you're in. No, I was, I noticed that too. It's like, you got to pay your fee. It's almost like a licensing fee or a permission. It's like uh, pay for your, pay for your badge of authority. And then right. we allow you to go and mess with people's truths. Yeah, and and talking about the way they mess with the truth, it's um, you know the post that I I had a post on Facebook that you know had reference to Vladimir uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin mm-hmm. um, banning the word was banning Microsoft basically from Russia, and he was going to. Um, local, uh, you know, within his own nation, um, sources instead of using Bill Gates, Microsoft. Mm-hmm. And and the word was banning in the article. And this was flagged and, and brought to the fact checker's attention somewhere along the way. And the fact checker, fact checker, uh, the fact checkers, <clears throat> um, decided that it was false and they just, you know, out of all the categories they could have done, because they could, you know, they had different categories, false information, misinformation, partly false, you know, they labeled it just simply false information. When, you know, NBC did the exact same story and used the exact same vocabulary. Mm -hmm. News exclusive, you know. Well, they don't, you know, they don't, the same, okay, so I'm noticing that, uh, there's this big push now against uh, different thought narratives. You have to follow the party line. You have to basically be CNN spouting the gibberish in your daily life. And if you don't, you're a rebel rouser. You're a dissident. You you have the wrong thinking. 
And then you're, I noticed that a lot of my posts, even, and I'm posting from other websites, like sources, and they're getting fact checked. And you look through their fact checking, and it's really like super, like, that wasn't even necessary, bro. Like, that doesn't, like, you well, didn't... that's the thing, you know, it's exactly right, Chris. I mean, the, the co founder of the fact checking site that, that fact-checked my post. Mm, Martin. Martin, yes. Martin, Mr. Martin Schenk, I believe his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, in, in his description, in his little bio on his, the site itself, you know, it refers to, I don't have it in front of me, that there's some sort of description, something along the lines of, you know, he's, he's dazzled by the, uh, you know, the wide array of tricks and psychological tools used to you know, manipulate the masses with false information, mm. you know, and, you know, that's, he's bedazzled by his own skills, I gotta say, because in the, in the fact checking that, uh, review that he did on the post relevant to, to what I'm talking about, it, he basically just slandered the one source of the article. Mm. The content itself was not disputed per se. But the source was slandered, right. so he just he just basically threw all his energy into discrediting, rather than, you know, the content. Right. And the content is indisputable, as you know. You mentioned CBC earlier, and how you don't if if we're going against the official narrative, then you know there's there's a big problem. Yeah. But NBC did the same article, and he refused to. He, he wouldn't discredit NBC because NBC would vocabulary. He's, he's a founder of a website called lead stories. NBC would laugh at him. Yeah. He, he would be emasculated if he went after someone like NBC. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But he picks on people like you and people like me. Uh, Cause he feels, he feels tough behind his keyboard basically. But it's, I have the thing here. It says lead stories. Co-founder Martin Shank is our resident expert, our resident expert. I love when they say that shit. On fake news and hoax websites, he likes to go beyond just debunking trending fake news stories and is endlessly fascinated by the dazzling variety of psychological and technical tricks used by the people and networks who intentionally spread made-up things on the internet, you know, like CNN, NBC, ABC, you know, those guys. Um, Yeah, he can often be found at conferences and events about fake news, disinformation, and fact-checking when he is not in his office in Belgium Monitoring and trafficking the latest fake article to go viral. Well, and this is the other interesting thing in Belgium because if you if you were to look at Facebook policies on on misinformation and fact checking, that leads you to the link for your various countries and how to go about um, finding out who to make an appeal to and mm-hmm. how to do that. You know, if that's the case, if that's the path you want to take. So if you click on Canada. Because, you know, my post, um, I'm Canadian, and it was fact-checked, I don't know, how did Martin Shank from Belgium fact-check my Canadian post in Edmonton, Alberta? Yeah, exactly. And why? And, you know, in the in the emails, um, between, you know, the, my appeal emails, once I made the appeal to his, because I had to, I had to do some searching, it wasn't so easy, I had to do some searching to find out who did the fact checking on my post that marked itself and then how to go about making the appeal and then doing it within their timeline. It, it's all very, um, 
Cryptic. It's Orwellian. What was that? It's Orwellian. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not for the meek at hearts, right? Like you got to be committed. Uh, yeah, yeah. So my path led me to yeah his company that did the review and um, and whatnot and how to go about making the appeal. So the response to my first message for my appeal came from Alan Duke, um, from Martin Shanks' company and. Alan Duke and I conversed three or four times back and forth. And then his last message to me, or actually second last message to me, I think it was, you know, in all of his messages, he wrote in regular case letters, the whole, the whole text, the whole messages were written in regular case letters with the exception of the acronyms NBC and URL, which are capitalized because they're acronyms. One other word in all of those messages was capitalized. And what, you know, when somebody does that in an email, they want to draw your attention to that word. Mm -hmm. Right? There's emphasis on a capitalized word. (laughs) That one word in the entirety of the messages he sent me was the word dead. Right. So I don't know how he's going to kill you from Belgium, but yeah. Well, you know, I don't, you know, I'm a, I'm a realist, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm this, you know, this little peon in Edmonton, Alberta, who probably doesn't amount to much, except for, you know, using my voice and a few websites to the best of my ability. But the fact that he would capitalize the word dead the way he did in the messages, in the mm-hmm. message, uh, that em- one message. Emphasis. When, when the rest, the, all the rest of the messages were written in regular case letters. Is curious, mm-hmm. right? Like it just makes makes me have a couple question marks at the end of that. Why? Why would you want my attention drawn to that word? Yeah, like you didn't share those emails with me, so I, I haven't seen those. But uh, I did see the conversation you had with Martin. Um, oh. Martin just sounds. I mean, I'm just saying this as a totally non-objective person. He sounds like a complete douche. <laughs> and. Uh, it's just like it's it's almost like you must conform to the Nazi party, you know. You must listen to us. You know, you must you must you must stop being a Juden. It's like, um, no. You know Well their their logic is circular. Oh my gosh. Was, you know, when I asked point blank what is it about the post that is false? Because it was it was circular right up to that point with right. Alan Duke. Yeah. And Alan Duke just kept repeating himself that the sources of the post that I made were dead and that they no longer existed, which in fact is obviously false itself because how did I post it if it's dead? That's right. Right? And how did he access the other sources from it if they were dead? So obviously they're still out there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that line of logic failed on their part. So, in came Martin Shank with the last message. And in it, he he just says, well, you know, it, one source says they're trying to ban Microsoft. The other source, NBC, or, or sorry, the first source says they're, they outright banned Microsoft, or they are banning Microsoft. And NBC said they're trying to ban Microsoft. 
Right. Therefore, he labeled the entire coast false. But that's the thing, too, is like the, the NBC article where they were thinking of banning it was from 2016. That's, yeah, well, both articles were from 2016, but you're right. There was a little bit of a timeline difference. Right. And, that's, and, that, and therein lies the, you know, the logic, if you continue it. Because, yeah, um, <laughs> one, one did the article slightly before the other, and um, it was a process, right? Like the mm -hmm. difference between banning something and trying to ban something, if the intent is the same, is only a matter of time. That's true, because look at what they're trying to do with the vaccines, trying to make it mandatory. It's just a matter of time. So they labeled the entire thing off when the content was absolutely true. Mm -hmm. No, it's absolutely, you know, that's a very small technicality, but what it is is it's silencing the voices on the right, if you will. I'm not sure if you're right or left. I, I'm not going to assume your well, paradigm. I'm, 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 I'm non-Partesian. Yeah, okay. But um, uh. but when you're not of the left, like, cause, like, like Roseanne, said on a, a talk show, I think they, Jimmy Kimmel, it's like, I'm still a leftist, but you guys have gone so far left, I can't even see you anymore, right? And then, so, like, if you're not as far left as those people, you must be a radical right-winger, right, in their eyes. Yeah, uh, well, I don't categorize myself at all in, in any sort of uh, political label right. um but i do know what's right and what's wrong yeah and i and i have you know i i am a canadian who was born and raised here who who understands that we've had freedoms and what that is and what that means and i and i recognize that we're having them taken away yes we are and it, like it's it's unbelievable like i remember canada when i was a kid and a teenager and even a grown man a grown adult and it's it, the amount of stuff that we can no longer do or access is unbelievable. And right. we're on the way to biometric citizens, citizenship. Yeah. You know, um, the censorship of these fact checkers who nobody is fact checking themselves. Yeah. Well, I, I would like to know something like, cause we all know Snopes. Snopes has been the propaganda fact checker for the left wing, like the liberal party and they're funded by George Soros. So we already know that they're a globalist tool. I would like it if someone could follow the money of lead stories and see where that leads. Who's paying lead stories? Like who, who's paying the IFCN? I have their website right here. I, I have the checklist. I have their, how does the verification work? It's like you said, it's super simple. And based on how many stars you get, is basically your rating with them and, and the more stars you get the more stuff you get given to you and it, it's like uh, dance monkeys dance do our work for us it's, and they do and they do and it I remember I had a post that went viral I had like almost 3,000 shares and everything like and it, it was going all over the place and uh, and then they fact checked it and then, but that was from PolitiHack, sorry, PolitiFact, my bad. Uh, and so what I did is I had to fact check that fact checker. Yeah. And then I actually posted another post against his fact checking where I showed actual links of the people saying what I said they were saying. Yeah. So how do you fact check against video evidence, bro? 
And I'm sure the response, if if you got any after that from the same fact checker, was still circular logic. No, I got nothing back. Nothing back. Yeah, no, they ignored it because I can't make them remove that fact check thing, mm-hmm. right? So they're like, right. whatever. You can't do yeah. anything about it. Yeah, well, that they they, they repeatedly um, said that in the messages to me was unless I changed. Mm-hmm. You must um, conform. And made a correction to the post. They would not remove it. And I said the only way I would make a correction to the post is by by differentiating the timeline between the two articles. Yeah. Um, and making sure to reference NBC's same um, post, uh, well, the same content and, and sharing it far and wide. You know, if, if they're calling the one source false but NBC true then I want to be sure to share NBC's (laughs) story far and wide because it's the same content. I'm just going to do a quick Google search. Did Putin block Microsoft software 2020? And we're going to see. So here's an article from 2019 from Forbes. So I don't know how reliable that could be, but, um, okay. Uh, Oh, I have to turn off my ad blocker. Oh, so you need, you need money from, other sources. Okay. Forbes is obviously hurting. Um, 2017 Microsoft is putting uh, Putin, a stop to Russian sanctions. Okay. That's odd. Uh, Oh, Russia's would be windows replacement gets a security patch, but that's from 2019. So according to a website in 2019, they're already acknowledging that windows has been kicked out of the Russian government. Yeah, and it, and they started um, weaning themselves off in 2016. There you go, CNN.com. Moscow's government ditches <laughs> Microsoft for Russian software. September yeah. 28th, 2016. And and you know, and and the story gets deeper, of course, as it always does, because um, you know the the content of those stories usually indicate that the decision was made because of. Microsoft security breaches spying on every citizen. Oh, and here's a couple things from The Guardian and The Sun saying that Vladimir Putin's computer is still running Windows XP. Obsolete <laughs> Windows XP. It's like, how do you know? <laughs> but the thing is, I got to say, when Windows XP came out, it was a revelation, man. That thing kicked butt. Well, you know, the, 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 what strikes me about what you just said is, you know, just the title of, you know, who's writing what and who's funding what. Mm-hmm. Because all of us can write something. And what is misinformation? What is false information? Right. And we really got to take the time to think what makes sense. You know, forget about who said it or where they said it. But does it make sense to, you know, you personally, me personally? It, yeah. it, does it agree with our reason and our own logic? I mean, I... Go ahead. And we gotta be, we gotta tune into that because mm. you know we can't be just accepting the official narrative or mm. accepting authority or, or or what you know the illusion of authority when when something is said when it doesn't make sense and when it's not logical. Mm-hmm. You know, it is oh. well, it's it's devastating for all of us. Well, we have to use our heads. I think people have to stop being so complacent. We've had it so good for so long. We didn't have to struggle for anything. We never had to worry about if we could get grapes. Like grapes used to be the fruit of royalty. And now everyone can have grapes. 
Um, just simple stuff like that. We've had it so good for so long. Uh, people are complacent. They don't think that the good times can ever end. Right. You know, and it, it's like, but here's that CNN website. I opened it up because I was curious. I'm not one to push CNN. I think they're horrible. But it says that Russian, Russia developed software, this is in quotations, is not inferior to foreign software, but it's much cheaper and most importantly provides reliable data protection, says Sergei Kalugin, the head of Moscow's information technology department. The move is likely to please Putin. He's been pushing for more use of local software since 2014 mm. when Russia was slapped with Western sanctions. 2014, over, yeah. Since 2014, when Russia was slapped with Western sanctions over its involvement in the conflict in the Ukraine. Yeah, and there's, you know, that story gets deeper too about the Ukraine because, of course, you know, CNN's reporting that, you know, Russia did something bad with the Ukraine and, and the software. But, you know, there are stories out there equally that say it was the United States. And, and you know, there's apparently proof for that. No, it's unbelievable. It's like, you can't trust the media at all anymore. Like, it's all self serving, you know, and it's all just. I don't know. I don't. What do I want to say? You know, it's like we got we got these so-called fact checkers. We don't know who's funding them. We don't know what the overall agenda is. We're just supposed to trust the government. Just absolutely accept, accepting, yeah, and, and, absolutely blind acceptance. And I can't. And, do and that. you know, that was the first step in 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 Nazi Hitler times. Yeah, get on the cattle cars. We're taking you to a camp. It's blind like, acceptance. Yeah, no thanks. It's for your own good. Yeah, exactly. And if you and if you fight for your rights, you're being selfish. Uh, okay, like, oh my gosh, like, I just can't. I just, oh my gosh, like the world is going crazy. You know what's wrong with questioning something? What's wrong with when we have when we stop the ability to question something, all growth has stopped because you know right from birth it's our nature to question something. That's mm -hmm. how we learn. That's how we grow. That's how we evolve. Yes. And and to stop that and to stomp on it with the policies that have been you know sneaking in um, through through the pandemic or pandemic excuse. I believe it's a pandemic, but okay. Right. Well, here, think about it this way: with human beings, why do why do like children at two years old? Mom is God, right? Mom is source of life. Mom is everything. Absolutely. And yet, in your terrible twos, what do you do? You push mom's buttons. You see, <laughs> you see how far you can go. You see what you can get away with. Yep. But as adults, we are afraid to see what we can get away with. And we just keep getting more and more of a boot on our face. Mm. When are we going to have, you know, call me crazy. Jesus said, be like the little children. Well, I think we should be like the little children and stand up and say no. Amen to that. You know, like go to your room. No. Stay in your home. No. You know, oh, 5G it's software. No. Take it's a mandatory vaccine. No. Because think yeah. about it. Like there's. There's 7 billion of us. There's 7 billion plus, whatever the official, I don't care. What can they do if we all just said no? Yeah. Are they going to yeah. arrest us all? And, you know, I, I encourage everybody to go out there and apply to be a fact checker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would fact check CNN. I would. 
<laughs> I would fact check a lot of you know, there, is, there, is, there is an application online. If I had the web link in front of me, I would share it. I have um, it. IFCN oh, code of principles. You should share principles. that for your viewers so they can, they can go onto this website, look at the application on how to be a fact checker, mm-hmm. and um, maybe they'd be so inclined that um, plenty of us can become fact checkers too. I don't know what the fee is. I wouldn't, don't know if it's astronomical. Wouldn't that be um, amazing if we could fact check our, our illustrious so-called leaders would that not would that not well because this is the thing you know the, the thought dawned on the, the thought dawned on me earlier when i saw an absolutely devastating video um in front of the parliament building in sydney australia i believe it was from yesterday a mother was arrested with her son right beside her that's exactly right and the, the, the child was completely traumatized yeah the but mother, there was a, but here's the, the thing child was being torn from the mother's arms right. the mother was peacefully protesting but here's the thing there was a lot of people there and yeah. and the all this bunch of cops just went after one person and it right. was it was a woman with a child why yeah. didn't the rest of those people grab those cops and throw them to the ground? Curious, I know. Like, why do Absolutely. we just why do we just allow cops to do mm-hmm. whatever they want? Mm-hmm. Right? Again, with that blind authority. Well, the thing is, it's because if we do anything against the cops, we'll be thrown in jail and we'll lose our freedom. Well, if 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 there's five cops and there's twenty five of you, they're not arresting anybody. Yeah. Well, and and you know, I think we have fear. Is a terrible decision maker. Yeah, it you know, is. It is. When when there's when there's a matter in front of you of, of and you know it, you you know it in your body, you know it in your heart, you know it in your soul. There's it pours through your every atom. Mm-hmm. You know when something's right, when something's wrong, and when something like that is going down in front of you, and you don't react, and you don't react because of fear. Yeah. Then then you really need to take a step back and reflect how that affects us at, on an individual level and how it affects us on a macro mass level. I, I get you know what really struck me about that? What? Was the, the fact that we could see it happening because everybody, because it was videotaped. And it was videotaped because everybody now has a cell phone pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's, well, except me, as you know, I don't like them. But... Pretty much everybody else does have one. And the concept of Big Brother is, is you know, pretty well known. Mm-hmm. But, but the thing is, it's not just the government watching us. We have the ability to watch them. That's right. And they try to and threaten that's us. that's what happened, right? That's what happened with that video that we're talking about with that mother in Sydney, Australia. And that poor little boy. Somebody, we got to see what was happening because somebody was videotaping them. Mm-hmm. And we all have that ability. We do, and we and we all have that ability to go on and be a fact checker. Well, I don't know if it's too much money. I don't know. Maybe that limits me, but <laughs> me. But but I'm saying, you know, we can turn the tables and use the same tools. I kind of want to do something different. Um, I look at it kind of like open source software. Like I don't want to use their machine against them. I want to use something similar that they have absolutely no control over and they can't stop. Because, well, look, them? Who's them? Uh-uh. Okay. What I mean is, like, look at look at NaziTube. I'm sorry, YouTube. I'm sorry. Is it Have they changed your name officially to NaziTube yet? I'm not sure. Not, not yet. But the thing is, they're pulling down so many videos because yeah. there's so much pushback against this coronavirus, this COVID-19, the official numbers, Fauci, 
their whole house of cards has fallen apart and they're desperately trying to stop the awakening. But at the same time, when you do that, you, you are blocking people's freedom of speech. You are acting totalitarian. And it's like, you're, you might as well be Nazi too. I don't know if it's a desperate attempt. I, 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 they, you know, to me, they expected the pushback. If, 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 you know, the, the, the really, the funny thing to me too about all of this is, you know, people are disbelieving the reality of what's happening. And when we use the word, you know, pandemic or agenda 21 or agenda 31, and people are disbelieving. And anybody who talks about this sort of vocabulary I just mentioned are conspiracy theorists. Right. Turn away the label. We're, we're, labeled. we're conspiracy theorists. Therefore, can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. And we've, you know, we've, we're Google professional researchers and, you know, we're made fun of. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, but, yeah. Yeah. yeah but, um, Oh, I totally lost my train of thought then. Well, people who are calling us that are people who get all the news about what's going on in the world from mainstream media. Mainstream media who is that is owned by seven major corporations that pretty much run all the media in the entire world. Uh, so it's, they're, yeah. global, they're, they're globalist owned. There's videos all over the internet where all these different reporters have the same script. And they're re- saying the same script. Like you saw a pandemic, right? I haven't actually. Okay, no, well, well, there I was. Haven't. It's actually an older video, but they cleaned it up for that pandemic. But the thing is, it's 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 basically brainwashing. All these media sources it doesn't matter if you're watching KTLA, NBC, Fox, whatever the heck. They're all saying the same script, and they're reading mm-hmm. it at the same time. So it sounds do. sounds like a crowd saying the same thing, you know, like at a rock yeah, concert. Yeah, and you can see a compilation of them being put together, and it's yes. like different different news announcers, but the same content. Yeah, and that's what I was getting at was the the content. You mm-hmm. know, the, the the documentation is out there for all of us to access. They've actually these people that are doing all of this have actually made their documents public, available to the public. You know, if you go on the United Nations website and you go into world development or different categories, you will find ample information that shows what their agenda is and that, that, you know, this isn't... This isn't coming out of a, a fiction book. This is right from the horse's mouth. This is right from their own website. Just like if you go on the World Health Organization's website, you'll see different data, and you'll find emergency use ICD codes for COVID-19, where they're actually directing the entire world's medical community to code deaths that are totally unrelated and unproven to be COVID-19, but yet doctors are being pressured by their administration who are being pressured and directed by the WHO to code these deaths mm-hmm. as COVID-19. Right. You know, this is right from the WHO's website. It, 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 they, it, they legitimately say and admit that they're doing this. Yeah, but that's you know, that gets fact-checked when people share that. Right. And, and, you know, I'm sure, you know, it, you know, how many people actually fact check the fact checkers or, or analyze the logic in a fact checking report? Right. You know, it, it, when you when a person just sees this has been marked as false, false information, mm-hmm. 
the average Joe, the average citizen, isn't going to take too many more steps further because their day is full anyway. <laughs> They've got a lot to think about, and they're doing a lot anyway. So yeah. to follow up and check on, you know, what is actually truthful, is this marked false? You know, let's see why. And does that make sense? Well, let's look deeper. Not too many people actually do that. No. They're counting on people to be lazy. Right. Yeah. Com com compliant, lazy, um, accepting, <laughs> trusting. And, you know, some of those things are good. You know, to be trusting is good. But you also have to be aware. Right. You know, in any good military operation, and I'm not saying, you know, this is war. Depending on the connotation of the word and the yeah. definition, but it's a, it's a but in any good military operation, they teach you situational awareness, and you know, awareness is it seems to be lost in the middle of being fearful and being busy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just it's like like the United Nations, right? Um, we had a talk before where you said that they have like 365 page documents full of information and they trust that most people are not going to read those. Right. Oh yeah. Gosh, no, most people wouldn't. And, and you know, the way it's worded, it's, it's such, you know, technical or legal or boring jargon that you got to fight your way through the document, you know, before you realize that you've stumbled upon something that is unbelievable right and, and you try and share it with people and but then as well so and if you tune into the news to find out what say that document that 350 page document said the the news people the guy the anchor chris como didn't read the thing he didn't <laughs> he didn't analyze it and come up with a summation he waited for his script to be handed to him exactly right so, so yeah it's, yeah it's, it's like no, who, no, that's how script yeah it, it, oh it's just like so just the pieces that they want the public to digest are released, you know, and that's why I've, I've like Infowars, like I've watched Infowars since 9-11, right? Because he actually does his research and he's got a way better track record than CNN, you mm -hmm. know, and he's, he's, and if he's wrong, he admits he's wrong. If CNN is wrong, they just act like nothing happened. And it's just like, I think Alex Jones has got more credibility as a reporter than Don Lemon and Chris Como, and well, let's just put CNN, the whole company combined, just boom, Alex Jones stomps them. Well, like you said earlier, you know, it, all the major news companies are owned by five or seven yeah multinational families and conglomerations. They like are. every hundreds, hundreds of new, hundreds of media stations and newspapers all around the world are mm -hmm. owned by the same people and they're told what to say yeah and which is why we keep getting the same script and anybody right. who goes against the narrative is discredited right. um or missing eventually and what happened to the good old days what happened to the good old days when media was actually doing the news you know when they were actually reporting facts like, well, I don't know. I don't know when those good old days were because you know I'm pushing fifty, and um, I remember the news being pretty much the same way right from the beginning. It just seems to be more prevalent now because there's more exposure. True, it is true. With the internet, uh, a lot of things have been exposed as being false. But 
I just I like I think back to the days of black and white TV, you know, and I'm thinking like re- news had to be real back then, and like uh, not every newspaper wasn't owned by the Rockefellers. Well, that's that's a difference. Yes, there was more independent mom and pop shops, and and I mean that's what's being targeted now, right? Yeah, like you know the, the big superstores are open for shopping, yeah. making tons of money during all this, right. but the mom and pop shops have no means to live make, make on anymore, living. their livelihoods. Well, that's part, of, that's part of shutting down the economy. And, and so, like, I'm going to go biblical here again. If you don't take the mark of the beast, you can't buy or sell. Well, how do they do that? They make sure that they control the supply of food and where you can go to get it. And once they have total control, they're going to institute something that you're going to need in order to even buy that food, such as, say, a Costco card. Can't well, shop- let me... Let me, sorry, sorry, Chris, to interrupt you there, but let me just get right on the bandwagon of what you're saying there, because, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm not uh, at all religious, but I have to admit, you know, if, if you're privy to the information that there's a patent out there, and this is the truth, anybody can check it, please, double check what I'm saying for yourself, don't believe me, go on and Google Bill Gates' Microsoft patent for dystopian yeah. cryptocurrency. Now, this cryptocurrency patent that Microsoft has submitted it uses body activity data for cryptocurrency. It's, and, and notice their terminology is pretty darn cryptic by itself. You know what the patent number for this is? 060606. What was that? Do you know? 060606. Yeah, it ends. 60606. Mm-hmm. That's right. W0-2200-6-0-6-0-6. Yeah, and here's what the Bible says about that, about 666. So, uh, let's see. So, it also forced, uh, so Revelations 13, verse 16, it also forced all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hands or their foreheads, so that they could not buy or sell unless they had the mark, which is the number of the beast or the number of its name. Now, verse 18 says... This calls for wisdom. Let the person who has insight calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. That number is 666. How 2,000 years ago could they have predicted patent numbers? Well, I don't know how they could have predicted it without some sort of divine, <laughs> divine um, message. But um, Pretty darn good remains, guess. The fact remains that indeed the time is here. Oh, listen to what Revelation 13 says earlier than that. Then I saw a second beast coming out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, but it spoke like a dragon. It exercised all the authority of the first beast on its behalf and made the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed and performed great signs, even causing fire to come down from heaven. Okay, it hasn't done, we haven't seen that yet. But because of the signs it was given power to perform on behalf of the first beast, it deceived the inhabitants of the earth. It ordered them to set up an image in honor of the beast who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. So that hasn't happened yet, but the deception of the whole world is in the power of the second beast. And it's like, oh, I mean, we've seen fire fall from heaven. We've seen firefights. We've seen war. We've seen nuclear weapons. But it's just like the power to deceive the whole world. They've already done that. They've proven that they can deceive the whole world. Over and over 
over again. And, and then and me, they're just and they're and they're very skilled at it. They are. And then me and my friend Chris uh, Austin, who was on a couple episodes of this podcast, were talking about the Trilateral Commission. And have you seen the logo for the Trilateral Commission? Uh, I I am not picturing it in my head right now because I'm I'm kind of uh, you know I have in my head the United Nations okay. and the World Health Organization logos, well, which are of course blue, and they wear blue hats. And yeah. also tells of you know. The, the ones that wear the blue hats and, and come across as peacekeepers are actually, you know, the evil ones. And right. the one that comes across as the Antichrist will actually save us. Well, the thing is, um, where was I talking? Oh, yeah, the Trilateral Commission has a symbol of arrows coming together in like a circle. And it looks like 666. But then you mm. look at it, think about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. One of them is pestilence. One is death, right? One is famine. Right. And, and like the four horsemen, and then you look at the World Health Organization, right. there's pestilence. Yeah. Right. Uh, they're trying to control the food supply and the World Health Organization and the United Nations even said they're expecting two point something million people to starve within a year of, of, of hunger. Like death. Yeah. And on that subject, I don't know if you're familiar with somebody um, called the Ice Age Farmer on YouTube, but he's been following agriculture and agribusiness for quite a long time. He's, he's well-versed and well-researched on farming and agriculture globally. And he has, um, you know, uh, been doing stories showing that, you know, the governments are coming across right now saying that, you know, everybody going out and buying food due to panicking over this COVID virus is causing food shortages. That's not actually the case. The food shortages have been happening for quite some time due to crop failure, due to bad farming and bad seeds, uh, due to Monsanto seeds and pesticide use and that, GMOs, make the fertile yeah. inf that make the soil infertile. Right. And, so there's, and, and other reasons for drought and for floods. But the food thing has been a problem for a while, and they're they're using this COVID as an excuse to say, oh, geez, you know, oh, there might be food shortages. And then, of course, on top of that, you've got sick employees at production companies that process these foods for us that we're also dependent on now. Mm -hmm. And we have no, you know, self-sustainability to, to get our own food. Well, that also ties into why mom and pop stores are being shut down. And like, think about this way: we can all go to Superstore, we can all go to Safeway, we can all go to Walmart, but we can't go to church, right? right? Yeah. We 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 can we can all meet at a Home Depot, but we can't go camping. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The other thing I wanted to say about the food thing is Bill Gates is just as invested in agribusiness as he is in vaccines mm -hmm. or his other major interests. Well, he's got a lab where they grow meat. Yeah, he's a huge investor in agribusiness, yeah. and. Um, you know, all of this tied together, as we said earlier. I mean, you just got to follow the money. It's true. But think about it, right? So Bill Gates, he, he's in, invested in vaccines, which means he's also given people the, the virus, right? Uh, like, come on, give me a break. He invented Windows, then he invented vir Windows viruses, and then he sold people the software to fix it. Right? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly right. And now, and now, yeah, and now he's the biggest funder of The Who, He's all about vaccines, and he's spreading the virus, uh, but he's also got the cure. Right? That sums it up. 
Yeah. Sums it up quite nicely. And think about it, so they're all now they're controlling where we can go to get the food and they're controlling the supply. They're gonna control the demand and they're gonna decide who can eat and who can't. Yeah. This is and who can shop and who can't. That's right. Cryptocurrency. And if, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you don't have that who market can get on of a beast, plane and who can't. Exactly. So you're basically gonna be a prisoner in Canada if you don't yes. do what they want you to do. No more vacations in Mexico. No going to beautiful New Zealand. You're in Canada for the rest of your life until you die. Unless and the, thing, and the thing is, for those who follow the official narrative and believe everything that they're being spoon-fed, mm-hmm. you know, there's going to be a division between between fellow citizens, between neighbors, where one you know doesn't buy into the vaccination uh, fears mm-hmm. and and doesn't get it done and and has done their research and you know, realizes the absurdity of getting an injection of something that's been untested and rushed to market and and scientifically unsound. And then you've got the other portion of the population who are totally fearful and think mouth herd mentality, we better all do this, otherwise we're endangering, you know, you, me, and grandma. (laughs) And those people are going to rat out the others that, that don't buy into it. And, you know, the, it's scary. I've, I've lost friends. You know, I've had discussions where where some of, you know, 20-plus-year friends have told me if they believe if a person doesn't get the vaccination that they shouldn't be allowed on a plane because they're, in, they're endangering everybody else on the plane. Yeah, but at the same time, so what's the best way to make sure you get the virus? You let them put it in you. Right? It's like, and then, and a lot of people they tested didn't even know they had the virus. They have already got the antibodies, which means that they've already fought it off. This thing, this COVID thing has been overblown. Uh, oh, it, for sure. It's, doctors are even saying it's no worse than the seasonal flu. And yet they're still pushing the agenda. Mm-hmm. And it's like, everyone, I've talked to a lot of people who were really sick around November, December for about a month. Like I was the November, December, January area. You know, you, you just had something that wouldn't go away, right? Your body wouldn't fight it off, and, and it, finally it did. But And it's just like so many people had that. And I bet you if I got tested right now, I'd have the antibodies. Guaranteed. Entirely possible. It, it, but, but you certainly, I don't recommend going down to get tested. Oh, no, 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 no. I uh, I trust in what God gave me. Like I, you, you, whether you're religious or not, you, you ought to trust that your body is a wonderful machine. Whether it was created by fluke or whether it was intelligently designed, the human body has been designed to survive an awful lot. Yeah, our, our body is perfectly. It is perfectly made. Constructed, absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah, and and you know it's been designed for you know the, the old um, sayings of has your child eaten a pound of dirt today. No. There's a reason for that, right? <laughs> because as, as we're all being locked down and people are going crazy sanitizing this and sanitizing that. I know. What they're doing is lowering their immunity. They're, they're so making they're, themselves more susceptible. The, yeah, the thing we have to be doing, all of us right now, is increasing our immunity. And not touching. getting a vaccine. Yeah. Not getting a vaccine. In, just by simply increasing our immunity health. And if we get sick, it's not the end of the world. Right, we're gonna get over in a couple days. Yeah, you know, and then guess what? We're never getting that that particular virus ever again. But then, then there's I don't know. But then there's the five G, right? 
and they're just going to blame the 5G effects on coronavirus. Well, and, and thank you for mentioning that because this is the thing with 5G. You know, people right away, as soon as we mention 5G in this conversation, somebody's going to say, you can't blame 5G saying that it causes a virus. Well, I, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm not saying that. It doesn't cause the virus. <laughs> it causes it flu-like symptoms. Well, what it does is it causes our atoms and molecules to oscillate. Yeah. And when our atoms and molecules are oscillating, it can't. Our hemoglobin can't pick up oxygen. Yeah. So then we we become oxygen deprived, and depending on the host, depending on the person, that can that can manifest in symptoms in different ways. Mm. But oxygen deprivation is what happens. And if you look up the cause, the, the symptoms, Google this, please, viewers. If, if you look up the radiation pneumonitis symptoms, they are exactly, I'm not even talking a slightly different, they're exactly the same as COVID symptoms. I got it right here. Flu-like symptoms like the fever, what cough, are... um, shortness of breath, got... they're the exact radiation pneumonitis. I've got it right here. Uh, radiation pneumonitis is a type of lung injury. While pneumonia is caused by bacteria or viruses, pneumonitis is caused by an irritant similar to an allergy. Radiation pneumonitis happens to some people after they receive radiation treatments to their lungs or chest area. Between radiation treatments. Right. You, you catch that, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And between 5 and 15% of people receive radiation treatments for lung cancer develop pneumonitis. Uh, now, what are the symptoms of it? Shortness of breath, dry cough, feeling of fullness in your chest, flu-like symptoms. Dry cough, key. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, these symptoms are very similar to those of both pneumonia and lung cancer. In addition, radiation therapy can cause similar side effects, even in people who don't develop radiation pneumonitis. As a result, many people ignore these symptoms and don't get treatment. If, you yeah. know, uh, basically the five, okay. go ahead. Interestingly about this too, you know, you know what's a, a treatment for radiation pneumonitis? Mm. Hydroxychloroquine. <gasps> That's illegal. That doesn't work. Hydroxychloroquine is a treatment for radiation pneumonitis. Yeah. And what are they calling for to treat COVID? Hydroxychloroquine. Exactly. So how is it working against a virus if it's not an antiviral medication? Mm. Uh -huh. Right. And yeah. And then when this happens, then they're putting those uh, lung, those things in the people's lungs so they could breathe, those respirators. It's actually causing damage to the lungs. Yeah, and a absolutely. lot of a lot of people have died from those. So it yeah, wasn't it wasn't covid that killed them. It was bad yeah. doctors. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, but yet they're coding because of the World Health Organization. But yet they're coding the death as COVID nineteen. Right. But if we say this, we're conspiracy theorists. They're the numbers all right. over the world to increase the fear factor. They are. And it, 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 but the WHO has also said though that wearing a mask has no actual benefit if you're healthy. It actually. Well, wearing the mask, you know, most people wear it wrong, and and you can't wear a mask, you know, more than once. Depending on the kind, the majority of the kinds, the common kinds. Okay. And <laughs> there's so many things that could go wrong by wearing a mask. Um, and, and increasing, uh, in, I mean, including not exposing yourself to the virus in, in kind of a, in a way that can increase your immunity. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, another thing that's been happening with 5G, uh, that, and this has been actually noticed by Russian scientists, because I actually posted something a while back. There was actual tests on 5G on humans and animals done in the 70s. 
And there's also something called radiation dermatitis. And what uh -huh. that is, is that's when the radiation burns your skin. And you get uh -huh. you get these weird red blotches on your skin. My, like, what is my that? daughter has that. And I can tell you from firsthand experience that since school has stopped and she has not been around the smart board and the wireless technology in her school, right. her, her skin condition has completely cleared up yeah and there's a lot of people that have a weird allergy when they enter a wi-fi zone they break out okay. right so like even 4g and wi-fi is affecting people physically and yet well, now that's, that's, yeah that's the thing it's not just 5g you know people like to pinpoint 5g 5g is the new beast among emf among mm. electromagnetic frequencies it's not the only beast it's no. the newest beast it's the most powerful beast but electromagnetic frequencies in general are not necessarily good for life, human, sure. plant, or animal. All of us suffer from it to, to some point or the other. It's just how healthy uh, our immune systems are that we that we are symptomatic to it. Right, and the and, thing and, is, you know, hmm, proximity and, and other factors and other variables. But hmm. and I just had another thought too. So how are they going to force these vaccinations on people? Because they're saying there's not going to be an end to these lockdowns until everyone is vaccinated. They're not. There's not going to be an end. There's not. There's not going to be a return to the old life until everyone complies, right? And I'm thinking about that. So they know the five G. They know the five G is going to be harmful. They know people are going to die. They've already rolled out their excuse. Then they're going to blame people who don't follow uh, all these people who are resisting and going into these rallies and, and not social distancing. They're going to blame those people when they turn on the 5G and all the effects start rolling out. They're going to blame those people for standing up for their freedoms. And the, the world is literally, as we know it, it's over. Say goodbye to going fishing on the weekend with your family. Say goodbye to a camping trip in the mountains. For the weekend, say goodbye to going to a hot springs, you know, to, to enjoy the the warm water. Well, I'm more I'm more optimistic than that. I mean, I see I see a lot of things that are a challenge and, and on a very bad track. Um, and I don't use the word hope because I think it's a it's a weak word uh, because I have to have faith, and that's stronger than hope. And um, I have faith that you know. In, in during this rain and after this storm, a rainbow is going to come. Okay. <laughs> and right, and you know, out of the bad will come good. And there's some good already coming now out of this bad. You know, um, everybody being locked down and, and stuck at home. People are getting more aware of themselves, more aware of their families, more aware of you know different things in life. Right. Well, um, faith. a certain appreciation is coming back. Mm. Uh, people are reinvesting in the idea of growing food at home. True, but they're not letting us buy seeds. Well, isn't that interesting? Isn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh, that is mm -hmm. a weird thing. Why? Why would they ban our ability to create our own food? There's there's a whole lot of signs and red flags out there mm -hmm. that if the regular person ignores, you know, ignorance is not bliss. It, it's a disease. You know what I think we should rally behind is against these communist food lines outside of stores. 
Like, like say 30 of us should just show up and look at all the sheep because they only have one dude at the door, right? What if all 30 of us just walked right in, pushed our way past them? What are they going to do? Shut well, I wouldn't recommend pushing past anybody. <laughs> what I'm saying is that he'd be like, oh, stop. You can't go in. You know, you have to wait in line. And none of us wait in line. If 30 or 50 of us did that, you think they're going to shut down a whole Walmart? I don't know if they would or not. But I, I would suspect that they'd call in um, supports and uh, yeah, authority types. Probably. And, and the situation would escalate. It would. And I don't, and I don't know that we'd prove anything in doing it. Well, the thing is, though, it would show resistance. Well, they're expecting resistance, and they want to use, and they're going to use that as an excuse to become more militant. So, knowing that they're expecting the pushback, and and this is in the Rockefeller reports that you know I mentioned documents online right from the horse's mouth. Go on to these like, like you know these websites, and and the documents are there, and they've done scenario upon scenario training for imagination ideas from like, you know, 10, 20 years ago, they've already figured this out. They're expecting the pushback and the push, they want the pushback because then that gives them the excuse to send in the military. So there's got to be creative ways, other ways that we deal with this because they want us to push back that way. I think we need okay. to find out who's going to sell seeds and go buy them. Yeah, well, I'm on that right now, Chris. Um, I had a conversation with somebody today that's in the local area that is looking for people. She's got land, and she's offering the use of her land for common-minded people to look to um, invest in food security. Bees, mm-hmm. gardening... Um, different things, um, various people to use the land and cultivate it and and share that food security Right. for those very reasons. Well, the thing is, too, like, look at what's going to happen with the farmers is they're going to try to corporatize all farming and they're going to try to shut down the independent farmer. So, like, family farms are going to be a thing of the past. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think what we need to do is we need to all reach out to farmers and buy their stock. We need to buy their milk. We need to buy their eggs, buy their Absolutely. chicken. Local, local, local. local we local, have to local, go local. local. Yeah. And, you know, all of us, you know, once this is over and we have more choices for our consumerism, you know, the better option is to go to your local local mom and pop shops and stay out of Costco, stay out of the superstore, stay out of Walmart. 100%. I don't need bulk ketchup. I'm good. Yeah, that's right. And and by making those choices, and even with our cell phone, you know, we talk about 5G, and, the, and this technology is, to all my research, the, 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 it's directed that it shows me that it's dangerous technology. Yep. You know, I don't want to stop technology. I just want to slow it down. We need to, as a human species, to not only know what to do, but we need to know what not to do. Mm-hmm. And we're lacking that big time with 5G. Uh, you know, the, the, why why the rush? Why why the rush and the madness about a little bit of extra speed and convenience? Now, that's their only benefit to the general public. But the benefit to government and military is massive. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, you know that I have a couple friends who are in the military, and they swear to me 
if the government starts to tell the, the, the military to shoot Canadians, a lot of the military is going to walk away. Well, I sure, you know, it, it would be nice to think that that's true. But after, you know, having experienced the abuse of authority in my own personal life in the past and seeing videos like we did about that woman in Sydney, Australia, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in front of the parliament with her little boy, um, and knowing history repeats itself in Nazi Germany and all those soldiers that just did what they were told. You know, when it comes down to their livelihood, when it comes down to them being discredited, will they still have the courage to stand up and speak the truth and do the right thing? We'll find out. Yeah, we will. Because it's getting to the point where there's going to be uprisings and... Basically, it's it's going to be bad. People are going to be rebelling against the police. And oh, oh, sorry, Chris. But speaking of uprisings, uh, my little critter, my little girl, just up and rose out of bed, <gasps> and uh, <laughs> oh. I'm going to have to tend to that uprising. Okay, are you going to put it down with extreme force or uh, like the police, or what are you going to do? No, no, totally different strategy. <laughs> Love, tenderness, and understanding should work, I hope. But, it, you know, it usually takes a little more patience with that rope. No problem. Thanks for the understanding. I understand. You could always Google how to make chloroform at home, but uh, yeah. it's your call. Well, Google does provide a lot of information. <laughs> I think it's just orange juice and bleach, but I could be wrong. I'm not going to find out. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I guess, uh, so should I say goodnight? Well, thank you very much. And uh, I hope your listeners got some good information. If there's anything, websites that uh, one of your listeners want to know about, just let me know and I'll, I'll hook you up with the links and um, then they can know too. So, yeah, good night. And right. hey, how about you? Night. Good night. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Well, there you go. That was timey. Uh, she's pretty prevalent on the Edmonton Facebook scene. And I guess her little girl is just too full of energy to uh, to go to bed at, what time is it now? 2.33 in the morning. Wow. Someone is up way past her bedtime. So... Thanks for tuning in to Angry Connect Radio Podcast. Um, yeah, no, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode, and we'll see you again. Bye-bye.